Byron Donalds, one of the 21 sycophants that really tried to hold the house hostage, appeared on CNN. He appeared to discuss two things, the debt ceiling, and he also appeared to discuss El Señor George Santos. And what Blackwell did to him made an utter fool out of his hypocrisy. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I want you guys to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side, because this is one that you've just got to see. Check it out. We'll get into committee assignments in just a moment. But, Congressman, first, uh, thank you for coming. Let's talk about the debt ceiling. We hit it today. Default comes in June. Why connect these two? Congress has already run up these bills, has passed legislation, has spent the money, spending the money. Why not take care of that and then have a separate conversation that most Americans would agree is necessary about uh, handling spending? Well, the reason why you don't separate the two is because the only reason you're hitting the debt ceiling this fast is because of all the reckless spending that has occurred. So if you're going to increase the allotment of your ability to borrow money, you should address your spending habits. Look, and that's not a political statement. That's a business statement. My career was 17 years in the financial industry. My first stop in my career was as a banker where I actually underwrote credit obligations and decided that we were going to lend money to small businesses. So you don't just get the ability to expand the credit card without having the necessary spending reforms. And if you read the reports from the credit agencies, are they concerned about Congress's ability to act? Yes. But they're also concerned with Congress's lack of ability to control its spending in a meaningful way. We should be doing both at the same time. Congressman, let's talk because these are separate conversations. You are a, a, a businessman. You talked about your your history as a small businessman. And you know you have to pay the bills. Republicans and Democrats racked up these bills. Where was this um, adamance about reducing spending when the debt ceiling was increased three times during the Trump administration? There was no um, major uprising within the Republican ranks to say we have to cut spending to raise the, the debt ceiling then. Is it happening now only because there's a Democratic con- uh, president? No, I actually, I, I disagree with you. I don't think so. I think those conversations existed. Each one of those times the debt ceiling was raised. And from my, from my recollection, there was some spending reforms put in, some spending caps put in. But, but there's, there's, there's a difference, but there's a difference between... There's a difference between raising an issue and a standoff. What Republicans now are saying, we will not vote well, for an well, increase I, without I think, these cuts. That didn't happen during the four years of, of Donald Trump when it was suspended even once and raised without uh, all of this the two other times. But I think you're the one that's speculated that there's a standoff that's going to that's going to happen here. Nobody has said that. House Republicans want to have clear negotiations with the White House about what are the spending reforms needed and then what needs to happen about raising the debt ceiling. Uh, That is not a standoff. That is a negotiation. Number two, before I got to Congress in the last term, my position has always been clear that if you're going to continuously increase the debt ceiling, 
then you have to address the long-term spending ramifications and the debt bubble that is growing in the United States. That's the responsible thing to do. I can't comment comment what my colleagues did before I got to Congress. Let me ask you about um, the committee assignments. You were the speaker's designee on the steering committee. Um, steering's committee job is to uh, assign these um, uh, congressmen to their various committees. George Santos, what qualifies him that you know for sure qualifies him to serve on the Small Business Committee and the Committee on Science, Space and Technology? Well, listen, that process of committee assignments is one where the members list the various things that they want to serve on and want to do in their time. Specifically to George and his situation, you know, that's something that is really not my ability to get involved with because that's between him and his voters. But every member of Congress is actually placed on committees. That's how the process works. We're going to place him on committees. And then if something else happens down the line, then we'll revisit that decision. But there are members who do sit on the committees in Congress that is not a biographical background part of, of, of what they've done in their life before Congress. And they sit on these various committees and try to do the best job possible on behalf of their, on behalf of their district, but also on behalf of the American people. You have not joined some of your Republican colleagues and, of course, most Democrats that we've heard from who are calling for George Santos to resign. Do you think that he can serve effectively? Uh, I think it's going to be difficult, no doubt about it. But again, if he has the wherewithal to deal with, you know, these things that have been caused by him and, and, and other things and still do his job, that yet that still remains to be seen. About the growing list of people calling for resignation, no, I've not joined that simply because I don't think that that's the job of another member of Congress to say or, or, or call for. I think that's something between him and his voters. He has to deal with that on an individual basis. Well, I will say that you called for President Biden to resign and 84 million people voted for him. Now, how do you like that pardon shot? Well, um, you don't th- you think the, med- the, the under one million voters in his district should have a lot to say as whether he should s- continue serving or not and whether he should resign or not. Of course, as they're asking these people, these people are saying he needs to resign. But then he threw the dig. Hey, Representative Donalds, you, 84 million people voted for the president. And you, Donaldson, you said the president should resign. Where is the consistency? I thought that was beautiful. We if, Imagine if all our reporters were reporting, were being journalists then. We would have never had a Donald Trump. We would have never had a Ted Cruz. We would have never had a uh, Marcos Rubio. Just think about that. Finally, an attempt at some sort of good reporting. Thank you so kindly, Senor Blackwell. That is how one conducts a real interview and also not allowing yourself to be snowed. Notice how he got him uh, not only on, on the, on the uh, Santos issue, but on the debt ceiling. When Trump was in office, you guys just kept on raising the debt ceiling. You never try to hold up anything. You never stopped spending. You kept on giving tax cuts that were going to be paid for with debt. In fact, the reason we are paying that high debt is why again? Because you gave a $1.3 trillion tax cut. 
I've sent that $1.3 trillion tax cut. Guess what? Hey, we could do a lot more. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.